It's time to catch the message, stories of disclosure and courage. Hey everybody, welcome to Catch the Message. How you doing, Deanna? I'm doing great. Had uh, presentations today as usual. Nice. Yeah, you're very busy. <laughs> you know, every time we talk, I feel like I'm always telling you not just about work and presentations, but like, you know, you and I, we do have lives outside of our very awesome jobs. You know, we're parents and we are significant others and we are just people in general. So yeah, we are busy, but that's a good thing. That's a yeah. good thing what we're doing. It's really good to be busy because well, when we're busy, we're, we're really truly empowering children. And that's what, that's what this is all about. What I want to share today, Deanna, is, is a really cool story that has really changed my life because I use it all the time when I'm presenting to kids. And it's truly the, where I, I think is where I really got the idea of catch the message that I use in my presentation. So this is really a story of courage too. Uh, I was at a school one day talking to fourth graders and I'll never forget. And again, everyone, this, this whole podcast is about the courage of children and adults and just courage in general to really be yourself and, and to be willing to step outside that comfort zone and share things that might be uncomfortable. But I was presenting to this fourth grade group and it was just a great day. And I remember as they were leaving, they were walking out high-fiving me like they always do. And I had said a very important thing during the presentation that I didn't really know any, really the significance of it other than that it came to me and I said it and that was this. I told them to not be voiceless. I said, don't be voiceless, don't be like me for 11 years. I had just shared my story and I had told them that I had been really silent for 11 years and I basically said, if you don't get anything I say today, get this, don't be voiceless, don't be like me. And as they were walking out, this fourth grader walked right up to me and said, thank you for coming to our school, extremely polite, and I get that a lot. But then he said, Victor, I promise. And I said, what do you mean you promise? No one had ever said that to me before. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? And at first I was like, okay, what, what, are you gonna, what are you promising? And again, I had said, don't be voiceless, don't be like me. And he looked at me and he said, Victor, I will never be like you. And I thought that was amazing because, I mean, it is, right? It's, it, yeah. When I tell kids this, kids start laughing because they're like, who would say that to somebody? And it's true, you don't really, you don't say that to somebody, I'll, I'll never be like you. But if you put it all in context, I'll never be like you, Victor, for those 11 years. If anyone ever hurts me, no matter what it is, I am not gonna stay silent. I am gonna have the courage and go tell somebody. And that to me, not only was it courageous for him to come up and tell me that, and to be comfortable enough to tell me that, that really is the message. You know, I didn't have anyone. We didn't have anyone come to our schools when we were kids to talk about safe touch, unsafe touch, sexual abuse. And so we never got that permission to be able to talk about things that were making us feel uncomfortable. And so I look at it this way, that fourth grader, he caught the message and he knew from that moment on that it resonated with him and he didn't want to be like me for 11 years. And I thought that was so amazing at first I was like, what do you mean? And then I just said, hey, I get it. And so now I tell all fourth grade groups, don't be voiceless, don't be like me. What do you think, Deanna? I think it's awesome. And I definitely, like, obviously I, I use the 
uh, be seen in her curriculum in our work, right? Literally use your curriculum. But there are little things that I may say differently that you may say differently, you know, um, but I've definitely stolen that from you 100%. Um, I tell kids, um, please don't be like me when I kept an unsafe secret. Do not think that your voice is not powerful. Please don't think that you are undeserving or unworthy of receiving help. And so was I. I just didn't realize it until I was 20. And I, I asked them, especially middle school students, um, and I see it, you know, I see a lot of middle school kids. Um, I tell them, don't be like me for all those years. I deserve that help. And so do you. But I don't want you to wait until you were 20 like I did. If That's you amazing. do wait, it's never too late to tell, right? But the sooner we tell, the better. The sooner we can relieve ourselves of that burden. And um, so funny, Victor, when I when I first joined you, um, you would uh, you were I'm trying to remember your shirts when I first joined you. They were like the shirts we have now. If you know what I'm talking about, we have our iconic baseball tees with our logo. They're white. But before I joined Victor, he had a different shirt, and it was it was blue, and it had some dark blue on it, and it said, um, "I promise" on it. And <laughs> I remember asking you, well, what's the promise, Victor? And you explained to me that you were inspired so much to say that to the students, right? By that that one student that came up to you, but you also put it on your shirt for a period of time, which I just I did. was thing. Yeah, it, it, and it, it, really, it really empowered me because I, I just thought that, you know, he got it on a level that maybe a lot of kids didn't. And I love that he put two and two together and just said, hey, I'll never be like you. And the way he said it was like, at first I was like, what? Like, I kind of got sad because I'm like, what, what do you mean you don't want to be like me? I don't really want you to be like me, but I want you to be like you. But I just thought that was really cool. So that's the message for today. And, and something that I was thinking about along the lines of, of all these podcasts, it's just like, you know, I love to create little art pieces of work, artwork and things like that. And I always end the day with no matter how difficult a day may be, if it's a Monday and we're trying to get to a school and something happens, you can always, always find the victories of the day. So what I do is I'm trying to click over here. What I do is I, I write down three wins for the day every night before I go to bed. Okay, and the real important thing here is, is that you can, you can continue to focus you know, on the rain, right? It rains, but you can also know that the sun is there and you can you always focus on what went right that day. I'm not saying ignore the rain or the things that didn't go well, but you want to look at it and say, you know what? I don't have to be defined by the rain. I can be defined by the sun, and that's what I decide to do. So um, at the end of the day, you can always find the victories. Absolutely. So, yeah. And I think there's and I think there's a lot of good things that have to do with from darkness to light, from cold to warmth. I, I think it's very, very powerful. I do. I love it. All right, with that being said, we want to thank you for joining us today. And remember, catch the message. We will see you next time. Thank you. To learn more about our products, go to 212victorylane.com. And for more information about our curriculum and programs, visit childhoodvictories.com.